OTB Sports Rugby. Ross at 10th, probably the media were a bit harsh on him over the last few years because from what I saw inside the doors, someone who's calm and can make plays happen. Everyone, I think, is really comfortable with him. Subscribe to the rugby stream on the OTB Sports app now. Well, Brian, it finished Tottenham Hotspur 2, Chelsea 0. And I think that might have been a result some people may not have expected based on Tottenham's record. But based on their performance today, they really deserve the win. Yeah, very good performance, Stephen. Uh, they've been hit and miss at home. Eight wins and four defeats up until now. No draws at home at all. Uh, so it was either win or lose. And today, given their record against Chelsea in the past, uh, they failed to beat Chelsea the last eight times to play them. Even at home in the new stadium, they've lost three to, three games to Chelsea without even scoring. So it was um, a toy that a lot of Spurs fans would have looked at as being a particularly difficult toy despite Chelsea's recent performances but they responded exceptionally well and it was as good as performance as I've seen from Spurs I'd say this season it was a very good victory um, the goalkeeper was really wasn't under any pressure didn't have saves to make just one one really decent save back, the back five or the, or the three centre backs and the wing backs Played exceptionally well, I thought. Midfield were 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 excellent. Skip got a smashing goal. Heiberg always battling, winning possession, retaining possession, finding man. His pass accuracy levels were very high. I would have said, and the front three were aggressive in their closing down. Worked hard to defend, and of course Harry Kane got uh, the second goal, which wrapped up the win for them after Son come on took the corner kick. Just to mention the, the Skip goal because Oliver Skip has been a player who's been at Spurs for a few seasons, went on loan to Norwich City. That's his first ever goal for the club and he's one of those players that perhaps divides opinion. Maybe some people think that he's a, maybe just a little bit of an average kind of a midfielder that they didn't really feel would make it at the top level in the Premier League. And as soon as he scored that goal today, which was, as you say, a brilliant goal, all of a sudden his chest was out. He was looking an awful lot more confident, being a little bit more ambitious with his passing and that kind of thing. And he's a player who there could be a big role for in the second half of the season after the injury to Bentancur. Well, he's been at Spurs since he was a young boy and he's seen a lot of managers come and go, but they've all held on to him. As you said, he went to Norwich in the last promotion season. Um, he went to Norwich and he played almost every game. The, the, the problem for him is that Spurs under Conte uh, and previous managers are, are a club that are constantly under pressure. The manager's under pressure to win and the, the manager keeps the uh, owners and Daniel Levy under pressure to buy players. And they bought lots of players for those midfield positions. They bought Bentecourt from Juventus. They bought Basuma from, from Brighton at the start of this season. And they're two central midfield players. They already had Heiberg there. So it's difficult for him to get the opportunity to play. But now the opportunity's come because both Bentecourt and Basuma have serious injuries. And it's not until you get a chance and you get a run of games can you show your ability so you know he's a similar sort of style Harry Winks except he's taller and he's a bit more aggression I'd say about him now a fault I would have had with Harry Winks when he played for Spurs he could play two seasons without getting a goal he didn't get into the boxes if you were playing the midfield you have a role as a defender a role to get the ball back to match runners from midfield but you have also a role to create goals and score a few goals every season Whether even if you're a sit and holding player you should be getting up to get two or three if you're not just a sit and holder then you should be getting up to get four or five or six or seven or eight 
So we saw today that he has the potential to do that, to get a goal. But I was impressed with his overall game. He was rarely caught out of position or um, running back, chasing back to help out his defence, having left a big hole in the midfield area. He was very disciplined in his play and he combined very well with Heiberg. So I think there's potential there. Um, I think they're going to have to continue to play him now. I like Sard the a lot. They, they yeah. didn't start today. Who started in the match with Milan in Milan with Hoiberg? But I think I I, I think uh, Conte looking in from his from his his, his, his room in in um, Italy would have been looking at that performance, and saying that's okay. You're in for the next match. But the matches are going to be coming fast and furious now. So Spurs are going to have to use the squad a bit over the, those games that come up in the in the FA Cup and the League Cup. And as a defensive quintet, shall we say, because it is a back three with the wing-backs of Ben Davis and Emerson Royale. Royale obviously attacking a bit more than Ben Davis would. We say he comes in, tucks into that uh, inside right channel, inside Kulisevsky. But the back five in all seem to... They're, they're playing with a bit more confidence. Now, is that because of the way they're being set up by the standing coach, Christian Cellini? Is it because Lloris is gone? Because we know he was producing an awful lot of errors that was probably... Not a, was probably affecting their confidence. They got forced in there, or is it some other reason that you've seen? It's, it's hard to know. I mean, confidence comes with good performances, as I've said. There's a belief comes with that, with results. And I think uh, Langley has come back in. Davies has been playing as a, as the left centre half a lot this season. I'd say it's nothing to do with Foster and Lloris because Foster hasn't made any grievous errors, but he hasn't had to make any big decisions. He's been well protected in the games he's played. But I I, I feel that um, the, the the combination Langley has done fine today. I said there was a mistake in him and a lack of concentration in him. But you look at them today and they were very very good the three there. And Davies was very good as the wing back. I mean Perisic had been playing in that position. Sessegnon they split the, the the games between them. But Davies has played. I mean Davies is a full back. He probably. He probably finds that position easier for himself in that he can get forward without worrying what's happening too much behind him. That he knows the three back, three centre backs are in place. Whereas when he's playing the four, his recovery might not always been the best. But um, you no, know, I, I just think that maybe the Manchester City match and last week's match at West Ham when they kept the opposition scoreless has given them a bit of confidence and belief, and has calmed things down a bit. Um, you know they can recover the Milan situation the one nothing down in the game Milan probably hard enough done to lose that match it played quite well in Milan I felt and uh, I mentioned League Cup obviously not in League Cup as finals today but you know in the FA Cup European yeah. Cup lots of league games coming up they're going to need the squad and the bench looks a little bit better Richardson looks a lot better as well. Back-to-back starts for him for Tottenham since the first first time since October before the World Cup. And while he mightn't have produced what you would expect from him in an attacking sense, he worked his socks off and he contributed to that win in a big way. Well, yes, and but Son always was that anyway. If a Son that plays, I mean, it must be tough for Son having scored. I think it was 23 league goals he scored last season. Find himself out of the team now. Obviously, his form wasn't as good as it has has been in all the previous seasons. I think he was at Tottenham. His confidence was drained. But that goal last week, I think, would have helped him. But he would have suffered a bit watching it today. But that's the way it is. They've got good forward players and they've got you know um, they've got also Moore is still on the bench and um, who's it they've another the, 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 the players are signed from Villarreal um, 
Danyama, is it? Uh, but, but they've got Danyama, yeah. Danyama, yeah. sorry. So, 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 and they've got Moore as well. So you, you could say there's, 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 there's six for three positions. And at the moment, Carson's getting the, getting the nod today again ahead of Son. And you could see him staying the team. He still hasn't scored a goal for Spurs. But his all-round game today was very, very good indeed, uh, as was Hardy Kane and Kulisewski. So I'd say Son will be on the bench. But maybe it'll get juggled for the Sheffield United match now in the Cup. Newcastle now are four points behind Tottenham in that race for uh, top four football. They're, of course, playing in the EFL Cup final today. And they've had a bit of a blip, Newcastle. They've had uh, two draws and a defeat in their last three matches in the Premier League. Are we starting to see that this Newcastle squad aren't as good as a tough a team that finishes in the top four has to be? And will Tottenham have the nous and the experience to edge them in that race for Champions League football next year? Well, they had it last year, Spurs. You have to say that about them. It was over the last um, eight to ten games that they just edged out Arsenal. They had a bit to do. They were a few points off. And I think at the stage um, we were at last week, Spurs the same stage last year were about seventh. But they got themselves up over the remaining games. A big win over Arsenal late on, which made a lot of difference to the, to the position. They just edged them out. So they're in a, in a, in a decent position now, suddenly haven't had very mixed form they've suddenly won four out of five that mixed form is in there with a loss to loss to Leicester heavily conceded a lot of goals 4-2 uh, but to beat Fulham away won nothing the Manchester City won, won nothing 2 nothing in West Ham last week 2 nothing today against Chelsea that's a good a fair sequence of results but that now that you talk about maybe they have that and the manager has that but it remains to be seen Newcastle have had a great season chance to win the, the, the League Cup today 55 years since they won the trophy um, Eddie Howe has, has moulded a very effective team yes they've spent money on, on some key players but he's also getting a lot more out of the players that were there before he arrived and their style is attractive on the eye other teams are respecting them now so they're finding it harder to get results both at home and away tough place to go James Park a real cauldron teams are happy to get out of there with a point mm. away from home finding it a bit more difficult but you know it's going to be an interesting battle Liverpool slipping up again that last night you were starting to think after their couple of wins could they get back into running for it I think they can I think you know Fulham and Brentford not too far off either but I, I, I think that Liverpool will get back into the running um, I, I, I'd say Newcastle are going to hang in I wouldn't say Spurs will get comfortable Manchester mm. United look in a very good position they're in great form they're playing a couple of other competitions obviously so the top you know, three do look nailed on I, I should yeah. say though as well you talk about the manager of Tottenham we should of course mention that Antonio Conte is still recovering from that operation Stellini's taken charge of five games this season two in the Champions League he won three in the Premier League he's won now there, you know, some people might be looking at this and kind of going, have we got the wrong man in charge? Because <laughs> Antonio Conte, you know, there's a, a real intensity with Antonio Conte. And you just, you're starting to think now, is it the fact that he's not around and the pressure that he brings to a dressing room is not there? Perhaps the players are a bit more relaxed and starting to play a bit more. And is the answer well, to well, the managerial problem staring Daniel Levy straight in the face? Well, it's a... It's an interesting prognosis, I'd say, Stephen, <laughs> because um, 
Yeah, you know, he's a, no doubt he's a very intense man. But Cellini is his man. Christian Cellini is one of them. I mean, I, I looked at the, when we were at the game a couple of weeks ago, I looked at the staff list and I think the four or seven names are all Italian blokes, right? So they're all Antonio's staff. He has this reputation for insisting on bringing in a huge crew with him. And Cellini is one Entourage of them. Entourage, Brian, I think. Entourage, well, I crew with me. Yeah, okay. Dear. So his entourage came up. So they're all his men and if he goes they'll go I'd say too but um, I think right at the moment you've no doubt about it that he is orchestrating things from from home Um, is it a good thing that he's not there results have been okay I think Stellini said about the day the Manchester City game that they had plenty of information and Antonio had been constantly in contact with them three phone calls a day he says but during the game he's in contact as well so that that must be distracting for for Stellini but look he's done a solid job there's no doubt about that but maybe the game is all about players and not about managers and coaches (laughs) well that brings us on nicely then to Chelsea Brian because Graham Potter is under real pressure here they look all over the place there's no pattern to their play there's you know players just look, look bereft of confidence now I put it to you Graham Potter in a real quandary here and I know you're going to say no to this but while he's only taking a small bit of reputational damage because as you said to Joe after this game he's a really good coach and you don't get to where he got to without being a good coach knowing the game inside out would he be better off resigning at this stage because it is a mess and coming away with some of his reputation intact? Um, I'm sure he's not. I'm sure he's had a few ups and downs before in his managerial career, where he's had, you know, he's felt at a low ebb. I'm sure he he was at that last week when when the, when they lost the game to Southampton last week, and I'm sure he's feeling worse today. But you don't get to the level he's at if you've got a thin skin or if you haven't got real metal about you or a real bottle. Football management is rarely easy. Anyone that thinks it's handy, sure anyone could do that, <laughs> have a go at it, I'd say. Even at the lowest levels, running school by team, you know what it's like. People that take on teams, they understand it. Immediately the different little factors you have to deal with. The pressure, he, the pressure he's under is, is phenomenal. But you have to be made of good stuff to manage at that level. So I, I don't see him resigning. Whether the new owners come in and say, look, we just, sorry, we made a mistake. It hasn't gone for you. We need results. We spent uh, 600 million on players. We expect a better good luck. I don't think his damage, the rep, rep, reputational damage would be too severe for him. But his reputation with the Chelsea supporters, unfortunately, is badly damaged at the moment unless he can turn it around. I think that European game, if he survives to then, is going to be very important because they've got a depth of squad that they could, they could win those knockout games in the European thing if they can turn around mm. the, the, the result with Dortmund. They played well in that first leg. They played very well in the first mm. leg um, and they could well turn that around and then they're, you know, they're in the quarterfinals of the Champions League. Uh, but Brian before we go as well I just have to mention they, they did it Leeds before. United Leeds United at home we know this this is a really classic English rivalry Those these two clubs hate each other and Javi Gracia comes in takes over at Leeds United gets a first win in his first attempt we know he is a quality manager he showed over Watford I'd say he's licking his lips going to Stamford Bridge with the supporters all up against their own head coach 
And he's probably thinking. Well, I don't think they'll start the match up against their own head coach. They'll be up for they. You know, you pay your money in. You want your team to win. They'll be behind their team. The first goal in any game is vital. If they get the first goal against Leeds, the pitcher changes. Everyone's behind them. Then the Dortmund match comes up the, the next week. So the pitcher can change very, very quickly. We see the pressure David Moyes is under, and he's won a couple of key games. He won mm. yesterday's game. Team played well. Second half, four goals, win convincingly lifts the pressure so you know the pitcher can change but whether it's whether he can survive until he gets that match where he gets the win and and, and, and then can stick with that team for the next game you can see you know you, when you said he made six changes today I went, I'm going to have a look at this team because the team before that mm. I looked at the team comparison to the last match I watched which was Dortmund and it was almost the same team it was only one change in Dortmund they left out Mudrich and Mudrich so he He's grappling for a right combination to get a result or two. At the moment, they're struggling to find it, and he is under desperate pressure. There's no doubt about that. But he's getting well paid, I have to say, Mm. I'm sure, uh, to do that job and to bear the pressure. Not the type of abuse stuff that he he mentioned in the press conference the other day, the personal stuff and the threats to his family. That's absolutely disgraceful. Mm-hmm. But, you know, he's got to find the answer. Him and the staff have got to find the answer very, very quickly or he will be out of a job or they may, w- they may well not stick with him until the end of the season despite, despite the support they've given him up until now.